Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Ike MMA Show, the Ike MMA Podcast. I'm joined in the studio today with the KO King himself, uh, Mr. Louis KO King, um, who is who fight, who's fighting out with the Colosseum Gym. You're still with the same guys, is it? No, no, not Colosseum, yeah. mate. I fight, I fight now. Cool, that's old school. That is, that's going back, mate. <laughs> um, they were my roots, so I'll never forget my roots. Okay. But, um, no, I'm now teamed up with Kettle's Gym, Kettle's and Bruce Gym in uh, Hornby, Hornby, Horton and Kirby, and Mercer's Gym in Borden. Okay, I see. No, awesome. Definitely, I'll, I'll definitely look into that and make a note of it. Because I was looking at a lot of your fights, and uh, I think not just your fights, but also your your past um, record as well, Your um, just your fights. Because um, I think you've done kickboxing, you done some mixed martial arts as well, haven't you? Yeah, I've had a couple of mixed martial arts. You know, you know, see, I've had a, you know, I've, I've won one and I've lost one. So, uh, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. You know, um, yeah, yeah, and, I, and it's something I probably will end up doing again. <laughs> no, good. I I like to see that. I mean, um, seeing how you fight, and you just keep going, you just keep going for your opponent until they until you drop them. So again, it's like I said, it's like I was, what I was saying before earlier. You know, after seeing your past fights, um, I would hate to be your opponent this coming Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, all this work, mate. All this work. I, uh, I just want to get it done now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, of course, definitely. Um, so this Saturday, going to be fighting. Um, is at the is the events held by the M. TGP. I think you're going to be fighting the KGP um, um, side of things, isn't it? Yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the kickboxing side. Yep, yep. So this um, this has to be on the 9th of July, and your opponent, uh, Guan, trying to pronounce his name, his Mexican name, Corvates. I can't. It's, um, his name Guan. It's, 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 I thought it was Juan, but it's, it's Juan. It's uh, I think it's I think it's pronounced Juan Cervantes. Aha. So yes, that sounds much more correct. Um, yeah. Well, let's get um, straight on to um, the fight itself. How is the fight preparation going? And what's your diet like, fight camp, and just your overall schedule on a daily basis, and then run up to Saturday night? Yeah, it's um, it's pretty full on. Um, twice a day, six times a week, um, all over the place. So I travel to Kent to uh, to my gym in Kettles, um, as well as travelling around to Borden. Um, also over to uh, Brian Turner for my SNC over in Aldershot. So I'm literally, I'm literally bouncing around all over the place, as well as going to my local gym, Unique Physique, down there for uh, weight cut and um, you know weight weight management and all that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, just it's just full on. But I I love it, you know. And 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 as well as that, I get up early in the morning um, for my 5k runs. Um, my sprint work and all that sort of stuff. So it's pretty, you know, if I've got energy for the day, I'll leave it. If, I, if I've done my two sessions and I've still got some in the tank, I'll go for a third um, and just keep going, really. And then, yeah. but, you know, you, you'll come to a point sometimes, you know, when you when you feel like your body's tired, give, you, give, your, body, give your body that day, you need to recover and then um, back on it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I do, I you know, now that I've been talking to some fighters uh, for about approximately over a year, I have to say that I've noticed that you guys do travel great distances t- to train at a particular gym, no matter where the gym is, no matter where it is you live, where you're based. Does all that traveling have an effect on maybe your sleeping patterns, your, maybe your 
diet and overall health. I mean, look at it. No, I think it comes down to, I mean, it's it all again, again, it's, it's down to preparation. I mean, my uh, one of my gyms is only like 20 minutes away from me. The other one's an hour and 14, an hour and 15, hour and 20 away from me. Um, so, you know, it's I don't mind doing the travel, to be honest. It's, it's nice. I'll, I'll get up in the morning, I'll travel over there, I'll do my workout, and I'll come back. I'll stop somewhere, I'll get my lunch, I'll have my food, um, rest for a bit. Then I'll hit the road and then come home and then I'll just chill for the uh, ready for my next session. Um, so it's it's not too bad, you know. I try and get it all done um, in a reasonable time. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't think it. You know, I think some some fighters might have that trouble with however far they got to go, etc. But yeah, um, yeah. for me, it's I, I enjoy it. I like driving anyway, so I enjoy the travel, and and I know I'm going I'm going to go somewhere to get beasted, and then I can chill out on the way home. So it doesn't really matter to me, you know. No, that that is good. As long as you you like and comfortable with it, then no, I wouldn't complain either. Sure, sure. Um, so your diet and um, just as an, for this particular fight, would you have had to? Will you have had to have made weight? And are you bit too far out of range or? Do you have to cut weight to make weight for this fight? Oh, God, yeah. I walk around, well, yeah, I walk around at, like, 98 kilos. So um, it's quite heavy. And then, obviously, I fight at 85. So um, it's a, it's always a big drop. So yeah, um, I've yes. come, come down a lot, yeah. And I'm still cutting now. So um, I've got, you know, I've managed, managed to get myself down to about 87 and a half kilos. I've still got the rest of today. I'll probably, after chatting with you, probably go down and, Try and get rid of some more kilos down at the gym, and then um, and then I'll wake up in the morning, check my weight, and go again. Um, and then whatever I have left, I'll I'll wake up say five in the morning on the day of the weigh-in, jump in the bath, boiling hot bath, sweat it out for a bit, check my scales, make sure I'm on weight, and then uh, drive to London and uh, mm. go and hit the scales, and then I can eat <laughs> and drink. That. That um, I know that you guys use a lot of saunas to help burn off the extra fats and burn off the I don't extra use weight. the saunas. I don't, I don't really use the saunas, but a lot of fighters do. I use hot baths no. and um, sweatsuits, and no. I gain, and, and I work, and I work it off. I work it off. Yeah, no, yeah. The hot baths does that actually? Is it effective to cut all that extra weight? Yeah, I mean, to an extent. I mean, it depends how much you cut, and I never like to. I never like to do more than two, two and a half, maybe three kilos if yeah. I can help it. But that all comes down to my preparation leading up to the fight and how much I've uh, managed to get rid of before I get there. Um, obviously, the last the last fight, I was cutting every single day um, right up until the day of the fight. It zapped all my energy. I had no mm. energy. I had uh, literally nothing. I had no energy for the fight either. I was. I look like a bag of shit to be honest, and I felt I felt I didn't feel on point at all, mate. Um, I cut, I cut, I came down too quick, and I was cutting all the way, so all my nutrients and vitamins and my salts are in my, out of my body. So I, I didn't, I didn't feel great at all. I didn't feel like I was full of beans at all. Now you say that was for your last fight, but you've been fighting for a long, long while, at least at least ten plus years, over ten years now. Sixteen um, to be exact. <laughs> so my mistake, yeah, I heard that in one of your interviews online. Yeah, you said 16 mm. words, word for word. My mistake. Mm. Um, no worries. As you've been, of course, been doing this for a long time, so clearly you, you're quite experienced in different things in 
when it comes to preparation, not just the sure. um, training side, but the dieting and just cutting weight. Have you ever had to cut weight so drastically that you you've given you kind of told me that you you felt like a bag of crap on the last um, <laughs> one of the last weight cuts you did? But have you ever had to cut weight so much that maybe and I've, you must have seen this happen in one of the big promotions, UFC, Bellator. So much that on weighing date you just can't stand on the scale, you collapse on the scale, or to the extent that your brain is vibrating in your skull, you can feel it vibrating subtly inside there. Cool, yeah. Um, I remember when I first, I think that I think it was my, it was the third professional fight, and it was against Colin Wilby on um, UCMA, and we got give we had the phone call come through, and we only had. Um, two weeks notice and I was quite heavy so we've done about near on 15 kilos in two weeks um, and it was uh, yeah there was days I wasn't eating you know just stupid amounts of food like and tiny I felt rotten and then the, on the day I felt yeah I couldn't even talk my voice was like it's because I had nothing in me I felt like completely depleted of everything mm. I had like yeah, I literally, I, I, I felt like I was going to faint while I was doing the bath. Um, I was literally trying to strip the weight and get rid of all the water from me as quick as possible. Dangerous as you like, but um, yeah, we went we went hard because I thought it was a big opportunity to get on there, um, which it turned out to be all right, you know. So, um, but we did it. We got there and we done it and we still won. So, yeah, but that was awful. <laughs> mm. You see... Stuff like that, because the, they say the weight cut really is the hardest part of the preparation. Would you do that again? For because I know when you win the fight, you get there's the your, your rankings, you benefit from the ranking change. There's also the prize money as well. And um, I'm just thinking about some of the answers that your fellow fighters have given me from the other interviews I've done before in the past. But the weight cut was so was so extreme, and you felt so horrible. Would you do that all over, all over again for another win and for another payday? Um, to be fair, I think because I'm contracted at this weight um, at 85, I think the older I'm getting, it gets a little bit harder to keep getting yeah. down all the time. So I think it comes down to me managing myself a bit better after the fight, maybe not getting so heavy and maybe staying a little bit lighter so it's not too far to come back down. But I think after... I've done the contract. I'm going to see if I can go back up to 90 kilos, fight at 90. So it's not... Because I can easily get down to 90 and sit there and I'll feel great. And then the rest of it, it keeps fluctuating. So I come down, then they stay again. I back up there again. And then they come down and they go back up. And I'm like trying to keep fighting it to keep it down. So it's uh, it's getting a little harder. Don't get me wrong. But I think, yeah, I think once I've, once I've done it... Um, I'm all right. I can replenish, but yeah, I will probably go back up weight classes again um, to match more, make it more easy for myself. <laughs> now, what do you make of your opponents? Uh, yeah, he's he's a credible fighter, mate. I mean, I, I, I've seen a little bit on him. Yeah. Uh, then again, I don't, I don't look too much into the fighters, um, but he's very credible. I know he's been in the one FC. Um, he's fought on the one. He's fought on other various shows at a very good level. Um, he's a very good fighter. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 looking forward. He he's I know he lost on his last fight. So did I. So I'm pretty sure that we're both going to be uh, looking to get that win. Um, he's going to be game. I'm game. So um, yeah, but 
yeah, I think he's a good lad. So fair play. I haven't met him yet, so we're uh, we're seeing him on Friday. <laughs> good for us, but then again, I you know I've seen your fights as well, and I still stand by what I said. I wouldn't like to be your opponent this coming this coming Saturday. I mean, do you think <laughs> you'll do you think you'll walk through him, or do you think this will be a challenge? I mean, do you want to put on a good I'd... show for us to watch? I'm, 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 I never make predictions. I go in there knowing that I've done my best. You know, if um, if I fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Do you know what I mean? But I prepared well, um, and I'm prepared for a good show. I'm prepared to put on a good show, and I'm prepared to give him the hardest fight he's going to ever have. Um, and I'm, you know, yeah, we all hope to uh, to get in there and all walk out safe. So my plan is to get in there, get it done. And we all go home safe. Well, yeah, no, no, definitely, of course. Um, I've, this is the first time that I've interviewed you and really spoken to you, though it's not exactly you know face to face, but it's uh, through sure. the um, internet medium. Um, I'd like to just take things back a little bit. What got you, as in, where did your interest for the? I mean, I've seen some of your interviews, just hearing about your backstory and what, uh, what happened with your parents yeah. and. Uh, but for you, where did the interest for combat sports as a whole, where did that stem from? I think, you know, when I, growing up, I was, um, you know, I was always intrigued. Like, I always loved watching Mike Tyson, you know what I mean? I, I thought he was an animal. I used to think I'd love to be like that. And that was obviously boxing. Um, and and I, I tried various martial arts, you know, and um, growing up. And then it was it was it was a day when you know Coliseum going back to them days when um, I used to smoke weed and things like that and walk past the club where there was always kickboxing um, and in the end he you know he was constantly trying to get me to come in and I was like nah not today man you know as you do smoking away walking up the road um, and in the end I'll just give it a go I thought you know what try and give it another go like take it more serious this time get in there. And yeah, within three months, I was done my first amateur fight, and he's, you know, he said I really had something. So um, yeah, and then I, you know, I just put put my good hands to use, I suppose, and uh, and I started doing well. And then you said, here I am. He said the first or, or the next three months after you walk into that Coliseum gym for the first time, you're already standing in the cage, wherever it may have been, and you're about to perform or about to compete in your first amateur fight. Yeah, I think it was within the yeah within about three or four months or so, something like that. And yeah, I think we had a fight. I think it's two thousand five, two thousand six, something like that. Um, my first amateur fight, and then uh, and that was on Jeremy Bailey's show, uh, home show back in Newbury, um, back in the day. And um, from there onwards, mate, went there, had five amateur fights, and then made the transition to professional. And yeah. Here I am now, 16 years later. <laughs> My God. I mean, okay, for some people, for me, I mean, I would feel very vulnerable and I'd feel that there's still so much about this sport to learn that I would try not to, for my own personal case, I'd try not to feel like I'm going to jump the, the gun or anything like that. Uh, but sure. for the fact that you're doing three months, you must have picked this up really, really quickly. Well, to be fair, um, I always, always, you know, always had a good right hand on me anyway from um, previous experiences on the street. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't an arsehole, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't an arsehole, but you know, growing up being a mixed, uh, being a mixed race lad, 
people can say the wrong thing sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And um yeah, and you just you just defend yourself, didn't you? And uh yeah. no, no matter how big, how small, you just do it. And um it worked. I just kept on putting people out. <laughs> so and then um it was always me, no matter if they started the trouble or what, it was always me that was getting in trouble. So um it was it was a way really of um doing something where you could release without get paid for it rather than getting arrested for it. <laughs> so, I understand so to speak. I, I, yeah, I get a, that. a positive and a positive way, you know? A positive a positive outlook. Turn it turning it into a positive rather than a negative thing. It, at school you weren't um ever bullied a lot by people that you know, there was just so much anger that you want to vent out and frustration you want to vent out. Yeah, I mean t- I wasn't the, you know, when I was growing up, I was I was all quite a little mouthy thing, you know, but I was very polite still to people, you know. Sure. Um, but, I, yeah, conflict, I wasn't really too interested in conflict. I, I, you know, I used to run away a lot when I was real young from fights, used to run away from them. Um, I didn't want to engage, but, you know, getting older and older, you just, you sort of, um, the people you meet and the people you, you sort of befriend as you're getting older, bring stuff out in you, uh, make you realise, you, you, you know, you're worth a bit. And um, and then sometimes you just start, you just, it takes that one day when you stand up for yourself and that is it. And then it turns another leaf. And then from there onwards, it's, um, you realise that you are a lot, you know, a lot stronger in your mind and um, body than, than you realise. And uh, your confidence starts growing and then you just uh, grow, you just, you know, grow with it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I already asked the price of this before, but uh, this Saturday, if I mean, if you do win, in fact, for the fights that, that you've won before in the past, um, what, those competitions that you, that you come away as the successor, how do you normally celebrate? Do you go out for a massive a treat meal or um, like a like a one weekend vendor just drinking all day and night, just really really <laughs> the stress and everything? Yeah, definitely, definitely have a. Definitely have a weekend or week getting uh, getting very pissed <laughs> uh, and eating a, and eating a lot of uh, eating a lot of food as well, man. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've not been restricted too much coming up to this this one. Um, I always say, burn more than you put in. So always work harder than what you're eating. Um, get them calories gone. Um, that way you can still enjoy without being a pig you can still enjoy little bits of what you want but as long as you're training hard enough you can um you still cut the weight you know what i mean so um i've not been too restricted on this one so yeah i i will look forward to filling my face for sure of course good, good. <laughs> um i again going back to like your videos and the posts i've seen um you you don't seem and I think there's something I can say about other athletes within um, MG, sorry, MTGP and KGP. You don't seem to be the sort of guy that likes to trash talk at all. No, don't do all that, bollocks. Um, really? uh, yeah, some people, it's, it works for, for me, no, do you know what? I go, I'd rather go and, I'd rather go and meet, well, my, I'll meet my opponent, shake his hand. If I've got chocolate, he can have a bit. If I've got sweets in my hand, he can have some. Um, and, and then we get in there and have, we have a good tear up. Um, he hasn't done anything to me. I haven't done anything to him. He's got the, the, the there's, there's no reason to hate on your fighter. They're there to try and pave a way for the same as you are. They're trying to be successful, the same as you. Um, 
I just enjoy getting in there and having a good fight with someone that wants to have a good fight back and then um, shake hands and have a beer afterwards, mate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't feel that, you don't agree with the, okay, fine. We see that a lot in the big, big, bigger promotions, UFC and, uh, yeah, many in the UFC. But you don't, you do understand that um, if we do, if we do the trash talk, even though you have said it's not your cup of tea, um, if you do that, you do also increase and raise the hype. And then come fight day or fight night, there's more eyes, more attention than your pay per views. If you're lucky, oh, of course. Yeah. It's all about it's all about bums on seats and eyes, isn't it? It's all about it's all about getting the crowd um, riled up for it. It's all about you know building the fight, as they say, build it, building it up. But um, yeah, listen, I do what I do because I love doing it, and um, you know if. You know, as I say, I'm 37 years old. I'm still winning titles. I'm um, I'm still doing what I can, mate. I don't need to be um, chatting shit to someone. And um, you know, he's there to do it as well. If but if you got someone who wants to chat shit, let them. Then um, that will build the fight. I'll let them do the talking. I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk with my hands in the ring. Simple as that. Um, yes. No. no. I agree with that actually, and we saw a good example of that um this past week with Sean Strickland and the Alex and um, Pereira. Uh, yeah, that's on... it. I watched, I watched that back. And the trash talk we saw at the press conference a couple of nights before. I think it was actually between Strickland and Adesanya. But um, I think Strickland was saying to Adesanya, "Yeah, tell me what I shouldn't what I shouldn't do is he tell me what I shouldn't do." And they got in the cage, and we saw well. You know, it was eating humble pie. Hundred yeah. percent, mate. Yeah, that's a simple reason why, why, why you don't trash trash talk. <laughs> because right. sometimes you can bounce back. Some people it works for, man. Don't get me wrong. Conor McGregor, for instance, that works for him sometimes, oh, yeah. most of the time. Um, but you know, yeah, no, it's um, it's nice to see people eating humble pie. <laughs> of course, no, definitely couldn't agree with you more. Sure. Um, so. You are, I think I can call you a veteran of the sport coming from different sides, but of a combat sports as a whole. Um, 16 years, you're only 37, you're still young. Um, still young, man. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, when it, speaking of the bigger promotions such as UFC and Bellator, um, do you see yourself at some point fighting the bigger names at all? I would love to, I would love a chance. You know, glory one FC would be would be amazing um, for the kickboxing. Bellator, I almost had my chance at. Um, I was meant to fight um, Charlie Ward, um, but I went to uh, I went to Thailand and um, trained out there. Um, I came back, but I got the um, I caught mumps. So I had the mumps. So I must have caught it from somebody out there um, because obviously you're, you're mixing around training with people. I didn't have my jabs, so. Um, yeah, I ended up catching the mumps the day, like a couple of days before the weigh-in, and my, my neck was swollen, my testicle was bigger than my hand. Um, I was in a very, very bad way, and uh, yeah, I wasn't allowed to fight for shit. So um, yeah, that fight, and I missed my opportunity. So, but I was meant to fight on um, yeah, Bellator back in the day, mate. And uh, but hopefully one day, you know, he still wants to fight, and I still want to fight. So who knows? Now you say Bellator. I'll ask, I'll ask some fighters the same um, similar question about fighting the bigger names. Um, you say Bellator, the UFC doesn't tempt you at all? No. 
no, because obviously I'm not I'm not doing the uh, I'm not doing the mixed martial arts side of it, um, and obviously I've not built up a up a name in that in that side of the okay. sport. Um, so kick, kickboxing and you know it's always been it's always been my thing, um, which we all still still learn. You know, we all still learn. I'm still learning stuff now. Um, you never stop learning in this sport. You know, so you've got to be an open book, haven't you? Um, but yeah, but who knows if I start, you know, if I do start going down the MMA route again and, um, start putting people out quick and, you know, maybe you get noticed and hopefully, hopefully you go through the doors quicker, you know, but, um, yeah, as I say, man, I, I'd, I'd love a chance to fight kickboxing, whether it's in MMA gloves or 10 ounces on, on the one, um, or go to glory, you know, or infusion, you know, King of Kings, anything like that. Some big, some big promotions, but I think you know MTGP is doing really, really good, and they're they're spreading out, they're spreading like wildfire, mate, and um, they're up and coming, and now they've teamed up with the one as well. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, see, yeah. So hopefully, opens more doors for us fighters um, to earn a lot more money, and you know, make it worth it. I think the decision you you you, you, you that you told me that you that you would make. Um, of treating Bellator over the UFC, even despite you're not building up your brand in that side of combat sports. I think sure. um, Bellator, they are known, you may not be so famous, but in, I've said this before, they are known for treating the fighters well in terms of paying them what they're worth, paying them properly. Whereas the UFC, you have to sacrifice money, which is what you need to survive and to maintain yourself. You have to sacrifice money for fame. Right. Yeah. So um, I, I do see the reason why you, you go down that route instead of going down the opposite route of, of, of fighting for the UFC. Of sure, yeah, yeah. As I say, man, we're in it for the love of the sport, um, in it for the love of the sport, and because yeah, we just love doing it, you know. And we, you know, the money's not great at all, um, but there's a reason why we're doing it, and that's obviously to make bigger money one day, um, and to just to say, look. I did it. I'll give it a go and um, I'll give it my best shot. Um, yeah, I, you know, I don't think I'll ever quit until my body decides to tell me to. <laughs> I think it's going to still be a long, long, long while before that happens. Because you, you even look younger than your 37 years. Thank you very much for the compliment, man. I appreciate that. I really do. It's probably the weight cut, mate. <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you have two children, two daughters, you said. I do um, indeed, yes. Would you like, as in, in future, um, probably about 10 or, uh, or 15 years down the line, would you, as in, would you encourage them also to go into, probably not kickboxing or probably not mixed martial arts, but would you encourage them to go into a particular field of combat sports as well? Yeah, I would definitely like them, I'd definitely like to teach them or send them to get taught, um, just for self-defense reasons, really. Um just so they can look after themselves, you know, what this, this day and age is like, man. Um, no one likes to fight fair these days, and it's always in groups and things like that. So yeah. I want my daughters to look after themselves the best they can when daddy's not around, so to speak. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be their career. It doesn't have to be. As long as it's something they, they use in their weekly routine, um, just for a bit of fitness, confidence, and uh, self-defense, then, then I'll be happy. And, you know, again, as I said before, you've been in this sport for so long. What other plans do you have? I mean, are you um, thinking of maybe in the next five or six years, would you have to set up your own business, your own gym, maybe even start up your own fight promotion? Yeah, do you know what? I've um, 
I've been waiting to to do do something like that in, for a long time, and hopefully um, there'll be some big news in 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 a few in a couple of years. Say, um, partnering up with a good friend of mine, and um, hopefully bringing bringing fighters through the ranks ourselves. And um, yeah, definitely always always wanted to have my own gym, but if I can do it with someone who's very experienced in the game as well, um, and we can bring bring fighters through, give them a good chance. Um, then yeah, I'm all for it, mate. Um, I want to definitely go down the coaching route after I've done with my career, but for now, I'm I'm far from done just yet. So yeah, um, so uh, yeah, we're just gonna keep going, man. We're gonna keep going. Good, but I mean, um, I know it's going gonna be a long, long time before you hang up your boots and your gloves. But uh, you know, being in the sport for so long and been fighting for so long, you clearly have a lot of experience and knowledge to share with people. Sure, so, um, sure, man. Yeah, yeah I'd no. like to think so. You say like to think so. You must do so. Must. Sure, yeah, because yeah. You, you've been in the game for so long. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's a long time, man. It still feels like yesterday, though. It's mm. crazy. I mean, it's uh, you know, no matter what you do, still get the same same nerves when walking into a fight after after as many fights I've had. Um, you know, it still feels like I'm still every time every time it's something different. Each fight camp's different. Um, so it feels like it's new all the time, you know. It's um, it never gets old, so it's yeah. uh, it's it's good. It's, it's it's refreshing. Do you know what I mean? You said that when you walk into a fight, when you, that and walk walk in to up to the cage or to the ring, wherever you st- you still feel somewhat fearful or awkward or nervous. Yeah, man. I need that though. You need that to fire on all cylinders. You can't be um, you can't be flat and relaxed in this game, mate. You need to uh, you need to feel it all. In order to be at, to be the best, uh, to get the best out of yourself, shall I say? Sorry, um, you need to, uh, you need to, yeah, you need to feel the nerves, man, and that fear. Because you know it's a combat sport after all. We're not going out there to play football. Um, <laughs> of course, we go, we go, we go in, uh, we go into uh, to knock our opponent out mm, and hurt yeah. him in a grace, in a graceful way to um, to win, to be the best. Last but not least, are there any sponsors, affiliates, or any other names you want to give a shout out to? Cool, there's a lot. Um, you'll have to bear with me. I need to think here. <laughs> so we've got um, we've got Macron, who does all my walkout sports. Macron Hastings, Dave, Dave Hennon. Uh, massive shout out to him. Um, Christ, um, we've got loads, mate. <laughs> D, uh, DK Groundworks. Solutions Group, um, Georgina Claire Aesthetics, um, Gazden Gardens, uh, Gazden's Luxury Gardens, um, Evolve, C- CSP Security. Um, Christ, who else? I don't want to miss anyone out while I'm still going, you know. Um, man, there's loads. There's loads. I mean, uh, AWB, um, Recycling. Christ, yeah, there's a few, man. Um, I'm obviously my team, uh, my teams, Mercer's Gym, um, Kettles, um, Stamina Martial Arts, um, Brian, Unique Physique, um, my family, um, MTGB for giving me opportunity, um, yourself for giving me, a re- uh, you know, for reaching out and giving me the podcast and that. It's um, so yeah, it's it's brilliant, mate. It's uh, there's there's a lot of names. That, there's a lot. If I've forgotten anyone, I apologise. But yeah, it's um, 
yeah, I just want to thank everyone that's um, been a part of my uh, my support through the whole of my career, really, and um, everyone that's still there now. Um, yeah, it means a lot. Lewis, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much. And I, thank well, you very much. Yes, we look forward to seeing you on Saturday 9th at the um, KGP, and uh, I look forward to seeing you finishing, finishing off your opponent and the fight and style with a good, uh, a nice knockout. Thank you very much. Look forward <laughs> to it. Thank you. Cheers, Good mate. luck. Take care. Take care, mate. Yeah. Take care. Bye-bye.